It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. It's time for the Sharks Instant Replay. A very exciting yet disappointing finish against the Minnesota Wild. Tonight's attendance, 19,029 at Excel Energy Center in downtown St. Paul. The final score, the Minnesota Wild 5 and the San Jose Sharks four in overtime. It did not begin well for the Sharks in the first period. At 6.04 of period number one, Dmitry Kulikov shot from the point, got by starting goaltender James Reimer. It was his sixth of the season from Kevin Fiala and Matthew Boldy, the start of a memorable night for both of those players, particularly Fiala. Then at 7.29 of the first, Jared Spurgeon, another shot from the right point, kept it low and got it by James Reimer for his eighth of a year, Marcus Foligno assisted on that play, and it was 2-0 Minnesota. Undaunted, the Sharks got back into the attack. And two minutes later, at 9.38, Thomas Bordalo, in his very first National Hockey League game, made a nice little play, and Rudolph's balsers would fool Marc-Andre Fleury with this shot. Noah Gregor working really hard here, looking for Thomas Bordalo behind the net. Bordalo poking at the puck, trying to dig it free. It went off of Boldy. Balsers recover. Shoot, star! Rudolph's Balser's a long shot, beating Marc-Andre Fleury, and Thomas Bordalo is going to get his first National Hockey League point by getting in the puck. The Sharks are on the board. They're down 2-1. to one. Across the line, little drop pass for Hartman. Burns got in the way. Fed across the rink by Benino. Here's Nieto breaking in, shooting it. Star! Matt Nieto racing down the right side, gets the pass from Nick Benino, and ties the game 2-2, 1-19 into the second period. Well, that tied the game 2-2. Nieto's sixth from Benino and Burns. The other goal was Rudolph's Balser's tenth from uh, Thomas Bordalo, and the Sharks had fought back to make it all even. Matt Boldy would score a goal for Minnesota at 6.37 of the second period for his 14th of a year from Kevin Fiala and Frederick Goudreau. And so Minnesota would take a 3-2 lead. But then, once again, it would be Thomas Portolo involved on the play, and Noah Greger would tie the game 3-3. Portolo circling at the red line, just dumps in. Now he's going to chase as Fleury makes the stick stop behind the goal. Bordalo there in position, intercepts. Flips to Balsers, now back to Burns. The shot, save made, rebound, Gregor, score! Thomas Bordalo made that thing happen, and Gregor ties the game 3-3. Well, that was our move of the game. Thomas Bordalo does not get an assist on that play, but he was really involved in his very first National Hockey League game. He had an assist on that earlier goal. This one, Noah Gregor's fifth of the season, Burns and Balsers get credit for the helpers. And uh, that is our move of the game presented by S&M Moving. The distance between SAP Center and XL Energy Center is over 2,000 miles. And it's brought to you by S&M Moving. Quality in every move you make. I'd say that Thomas Bordalo's first NHL game, Brett, was a successful one. Absolutely. 
Yeah, first period, you could see that, you know, just getting used to the pace and the bigger bodies, something that, uh, you know, knew he didn't have a lot more time with that puck. He was trying to maybe make plays before he really wanted to, but he settled into it, Dan. He really got better as the game went along. I would have loved to have seen him here in overtime. Unfortunately, uh, Spurgeon ends up getting the last one. They just changed that. And so it was 3-3 at the end of two periods of play. At 137 of the third period, the Sharks were down a man. It was a Timo Meyer penalty for roughing that I think you and I looked at each other and said, what are they doing? But he was in the penalty box, and the Sharks would take advantage of the one opportunity they got because of a good defensive play by Nicholas Malash that led to a rush up the ice. As uh, the hit on Galagoski knocks him off the puck, Malash springs his man. Here comes Hurdle, down the right, shorthanded, across the line, Hurdle, lead pass, on the left, Bingo, star! What an exquisite pass by Tomas Hurdle across the ice, and Nick Benino scores shorthanded to put the Sharks in front, 4-3. That was at 137 of the third period, and that was the high water point of the game for the Sharks. Remember how difficult it is to come back from a 2-0 deficit and actually win the game. The Sharks have done it three previous times this season, but it takes everything they have, and the fact that they got to four goals was a major accomplishment against a team like Minnesota. But the Wild would fight back and fight back again. At 8.54, Fiala, his 29th goal of the season, tied it up from Ben and Goudreau. And that set things up for overtime and the game-winning play. He's chased by Couture. He turns away from Couture. Logan stays with him. Now it's fed back in the direction of Kaprizov. Good idea, but he missed it and oh came boy. out of the zone. Was going to get on the ice. Okay, good thing that the Wild were going to the bench too. Kaprizov, the only guy back with Nieto. Now we got Merkley and Hurdle out there with Nieto. That'll come off in a second, but here comes Gaudreau. Stick handles across the Sharks line. Try to drop it back. Barely kept in by Fiala. He makes the move on Nieto, gets by him to the net, takes the shot. I think Merkley might have got a little piece defending it went wide. Kept in by Minnesota. Cross-eye speed for Spurgeon, the captain of the Wild. Gives to Fiala. He twists. He shoots. Score! Well, Kevin Fiala looked like he got his 30th goal on that play. I think they're going to credit this to Jared Spurgeon, who somehow got his stick on it in front. But the official goal at this point at 105 of overtime is Spurgeon's ninth from Fiala and Frederick Gaudreau. So Fiala ends up with a goal and three assists for a four-point night. And Jared Spurgeon gets credited for the winner. But either way you look at it, whether it's uh, Fiala's 30th goal or whether it's Spurgeon's ninth, it's the same result. The Sharks are winless in 10 games for the first time since November of 2005. And they go back home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, absolutely desperate to get back on the winning track. Hey, work, that, work like we saw tonight. They never gave up in this hockey game all night, led at the, at late in the game as you just uh, recap there, Dan, and that's all you can hope for. Uh, you know, you're going to play some tough opponents here coming down the stretch because you got teams fighting for playoff spots or uh, playing playoff hockey, but, you know, Columbus will be a game that the Sharks on their home ice just play the same sort of style, upbeat, you know, all the way to the end, and unfortunately didn't get it done here tonight. That's our instant replay. Final score in overtime, the Wild 5, the Sharks 4. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.